worried that people are afraid of us because we're different than them. And we have a lot of differences. But, you know, I think we need to unite people together instead of separating them into groups of people. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of High School Uncensored, your go-to podcast on everything you need to know about high school and... E! Okay. Sophia. <laughs> nice Perfect. to meet y'all. Okay, I'm your host, Ashley Zhang, and we have a very special guest, uh, Sophia, already <laughs> introduced herself, but yeah. So Sophia, before we begin the guest questions, how are you sort of feeling about being on the podcast today? Like nervous, anxious, stressed, anything like that you want to say? I feel like being on this podcast is a good thing because... You know, talking about topics that most people are harder to talk about, it's easier for us to communicate in that manner. Because if we don't talk, then we can't make amends. We can't really sort of come to a conclusion or consensus. So it's good to talk about things. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I love that answer. Okay, so we'll just jump into some of the guest questions now. The first one is your name. Sophia. Uh, The second question we have here is, what grade are you in? I'm a junior. Okay. Next, we have your high school experience summed up so far in one sentence. It sucked like hell. Like, I just felt like it was terrible. (laughs) Okay. I mean, fair enough. I feel like some, like, everyone feels like that. Oh, just even on a small scale, if not the whole scale. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. But this is sort of tell the story about how we met. I'm not sure if you know that. So you can also tell the story about how you got involved with the podcast. So I actually um, met you because of Annalise, right? You were friends with Annalise at the time. And I know that you two are very close, right? So mm-hmm. I think that's how we met. We met through her. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And do you want to tell the listeners how you got onto the podcast? Um, so I got onto the podcast because of Mikey, actually. Mm-hmm. I found his interest and I thought he was so funny. So then I was like, I want to get on. Like, <laughs> I just want to like kind of hang out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Guys, it's really that easy to get on the podcast. If you want to come on, just like, let me know. We can work something out. I promise. Yeah, but I'm really excited to have you on today, Sophia, um, especially like for the topic we have. But the next question is, um, do you have a favorite song, high school song, high school throwback song, something in that general realm of things? Footloose. I think that's really um, because like Sunday is a fun day, but Monday it's it's kind of iffy. So just mm-hmm. having that like, you know, pick off your feet, you know, go do what you want to do. Get relaxed, get ready, you know. I love that answer. I I don't know. I forgot about that song until just now. And I'm like, that is such a good song. So thank you <laughs> for that contribution. Okay. Um, so the next question we have here is, what is your biggest secret? I love technology. Like I've been doing AT for the last few years now. I'm actually an AT ambassador. If you don't know what that is, that stands for Assistive Technology Ambassador. And basically what that means is I help people um, with their technology. I kind of train how to use their technology and I also help other people who might need it as well okay perfect that's actually so cool so the next question we have here is what is your rice purity test score do you know what that is some people I don't know no I don't okay that's totally fine we'll just skip that question then okay but we have a list of other questions basically just choose a number between 1 and 20 um 18 18 okay so this is if you knew the answer was yes what's the one thing you would ask for I would ask for forgiveness because I think that sometimes whenever we go through life we feel like our voices aren't heard enough we feel like sometimes you just need a bit more time to forgive a person and that's fine but the only way you can become close friends if you forgive that person for what they did you know Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I really like that answer. That's a good thing to ask for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so this is the second to last question of the guest questions and my personal favorite. But how do you flirt? I actually text the boys, okay? Like, I'm like, I see you on this, like, TV show or, like, like, I don't know. I'm afraid of boys. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't like to talk to them in person. I like to talk to them through messages because I think that's easier, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That's a fair enough answer. Yep. Okay. So the last question before we begin this week's episode is how do you identify? However you want to identify. I'm actually bisexual. I I came out to my parents about, like, a few months ago. Oh, congrats. Congrats. Yeah. That's pretty big. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, so this week's topic, we are still currently in the month of May, and not only is May Mental Health Month, but it's also Williams Syndrome's Month. That's the, I said it right, right? Yes, you okay, did. Perfect. Yeah, so we're doing both of those topics today, and I'm super excited. But to sort of start this off, can you sort of explain to the listeners what Williams Syndrome is? So Williams Syndrome is basically a genetic condition where a few of the genes from chromosome 7 are taken away. Mm-hmm. So... It's a heart condition, but mainly it happens genetically. It's not really hereditary. It's not really degenerative. It's more of like some sort of like a um, malfunction when that mm-hmm. happens. So the um, genes of 26, 28 genes are taken away from that chromosome. So that's what happens. Okay, perfect. And then I guess like, like was there a process of you getting diagnosed or like, or was it like you came out of the womb and like your doctors already knew or like, yeah. It took a while for the doctors to figure it out, actually, because they had a lot of doctors surrounding the hospital. Like, they were like, we need to do this to her. We need to do that to her. We need to kind of figure out what's going on. And then they found out that I had Williams syndrome. And I did not even know it until my parents told me. So, yeah. Oh, so how did that sort of go across, I guess? Like, how did your parents tell you? And, like, how did you react when you first found out? And then, like, how old were you, I guess? I was about like five or six when I found out Mm -hmm. and I had a lot of fears at that time. I had a lot of doubts. One of the biggest doubts that I had actually had to do with bullying and we'll get into that a little bit later on the show, I think, Mm -hmm, Definitely. but I had a fear that I would deal with a lot of bullying at school and I would also deal with a lot of loneliness as well because of how like different it was, you know? Yeah. We are definitely going to be talking about like the aspect of bullying later on in the episode. But before we get to that part, can you sort of like tell us, I don't really know if like if the right word is sin- symptoms, but like what Williams syndrome sort of affects in a person, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it affects a couple of things. It affects your teeth because the teeth are more spaced out. They're not really mm-hmm. like they're kind of separate, but way more separate than you think they are. Okay. And hearing sensitivity, that's a big thing. I think that my ears are very sensitive to a lot of sounds. The mm-hmm. fire alarm is a big one. Tools that people use to um, make things such as um, like a saw or a sander, like those are big things for me. So if I hear one of those sounds, I get really, really sensitive to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then I think I read online that it has like a slight learning disability as well. Is that part of it too? Yeah, it's part of it. Okay. So I feel like this is sort of like a obvious question but like can you give us sort of like an umbrella of how Williams syndrome has sort of impacted you in general when I was in school there was a lot of bullying and a lot of judgment I guess you can say because a lot of people didn't know who I was Mm -hmm. a lot of people didn't treat me with kindness and respect like I did and you know it's weird because 
Bullying sometimes is not just one time. Sometimes it can be multiple times a day or even multiple times a week. It doesn't have to be those times, but that's what happened to me, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. When I was in school, a lot of people used to pick on me, say mean things all the time. And I even received a few death threats here and there, but that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like the bullying got to me and it changed the way I thought about myself because I felt like I had to change myself for them, not mm-hmm. for myself. And when that happens, sometimes you forget who you are. Sometimes mm-hmm. you forget that there are people that actually do love you as you are and people that do treat you with kindness. But when I dealt with bullying, I didn't feel like I was loved or cared about very much either. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I do have a family and yeah, I do have friends. But the thing is, I just felt like I didn't um, feel as though I was loved, you know? Okay. Yeah. And then I guess like, why do you think people sort of bully you? Like you can ask yourself why a hundred times a day, but like, why do you, I don't know, like if you ever thought about like how you can change the minds and hearts of other people? Because of my disability, I've, I figured that out for like months now. And I want y'all to understand something. People with disabilities are humans as well. And Mm -hmm. they deserve a lot more than you think they do. Because even though they are people, they still go through a lot of things that most people won't understand. Mm-hmm. And they are truly amazing people. And if people treat them badly, then that's really bad as well. That can change their reputation deeply. And that's what happened to me, actually. I felt like I didn't have any friends. I was jealous of that. You know, it was crazy at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know that you're very active on your Instagram. And I've, like, scrolled through a bunch. And I've, like, taken, like, lots of good quotes because you post a lot on there. And it's, like, very, I guess, like, educational is the right word to use. And, like, very, yeah, very educational about, like, how you feel. And then, like, sort of, like, trying to change the change the hearts of other people. So I guess, like, what was your sort of thought process in, like, starting your social media account and going from there? The reason why I started Instagram and Snapchat and actually Twitter, I've been on Twitter lots of times lately. Mm-hmm. But... I wanted to do that account because of communication with other people. When I was in school, I had to go through smaller classes and it separated me from a different group of people. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted to be with other people too, not to stay with the same people over and over again, because that could get really tiring and really stressful and it makes you feel anxious, Mm -hmm. but I just wanted to be with other people and I couldn't. So I used social media as a way to kind of communicate my feelings and communicate my thoughts to people so they would understand. Okay, perfect. That's, like, very admirable for you to do, I guess, because, like, even though social media is a great place for you to reach out to people, it's still, it's not entirely void of bullying. Like, have you experienced any sort of bullying or hate on your social media accounts or anything like that? Oh, yeah, like, lots of times. And, you know, I think that sometimes bullying can make you feel worse because, Mm -hmm of the fact that not only your thoughts are impacted, but your emotions are impacted as well. And when I was bullied, that caused a lot of social anxiety. And I was afraid of myself. I was afraid of other people's thinking of me. Honestly, I was afraid that um, people didn't like me. People didn't care about my feelings that much at all either. And, you know, sometimes that's hard to admit, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But... It's really hard to understand what that's like, but 
I want to say something about that. If you want me to tell you about my life, then you have to get to know me first a lot better before you can actually get into my book, like read my book. You know, yeah, what do you can you like sort of elaborate on that? Like what you mean more, I guess. So when I say book, I mean the story of my life, because mm-hmm. I think that we all have our own storybooks, right? We cherish those events. We always cherish them. But my storybook is a lot more darker, a lot more mysterious, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. But you have to think about this. You have to think about how should I treat this person? Should I be afraid? Should I go up to them and ask them a question? You know, mm-hmm. just be open to be communicative, you know, just be open. Okay. Yeah. And then I noticed um, you said uh, you were bullied a lot. Has that sort of gotten better? Are you still getting bullied or like how is the status on that? Because of the bullying, actually, to deal with a lot of bullying, I've dealt with bullying for about 12 to 13 years now. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot. I know what you're thinking. It's a lot of bullying. But I think that it has gotten better. But those memories are haunting me. They burn in my head. They're just like, they just burn, you know? And I think that. I think it's hard for me to let go of those memories because I wish that I didn't have to go through that. I really wish that people were there for me, but many people were not, you know? Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I'm the questions are sort of jumping around a bit. Like going back to when you were a child, did you sort of like feel different from other people? Or like, I don't know if that makes sense or not. Yeah. I did feel different. I felt like I was going to be treated differently. And I was right about that. Like we talked about bullying earlier. but. You know, being different is awesome and being different is cool, unique. It's stylish. You know, we have our own styles. We always do. But, you know, if if someone's picking on you, then you have to figure out a game plan, right? Mm-hmm. Do you stand up to the bully? Do you ignore the bully? Do you have your own army with you when that happens? Because everybody has their own army, you know? But, mm-hmm. like, I think that I feel more of a human now because of what I went through I don't feel like I'm different I don't feel like I'm not who I should be I feel like I'm who I should be you know Mm -hmm. of course yeah and then like going back to what you said about like oh do you stand up to the bully do you just like let them let them be I guess what was your what did you sort of do in that situation I literally had to ignore the situation Mm -hmm. and I was afraid of them attacking my friends as well you know I was afraid that I just couldn't do it. You know, I just couldn't stand up to the bully at all because I was too afraid of them. And, you know, that's the hard part about, you know, dealing with bullying and then having to go through that. That's just a big process of life. You know, sometimes you have to go through it alone, but you have to understand that even though somebody doesn't love you, doesn't respect you, doesn't, you know, do any of those things, then they're not really worthy of your life. There are people that do respect you and you should be with those people instead, not with the others, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I don't really like this question, but like, have you learned from being bullied? Like, because what you just said about like being with the people who love you and like not caring about the people who don't love you and who don't respect you. Like, have you sort of, was that a lesson you sort of took away or like, did you always sort of know that? I don't really like that question that much, but yeah. I think that I've learned what it's like to be bullied so I can teach others how to handle it but I don't think that I've learned to let go of those memories quite yet because Mm -hmm. there's still a lot of thinking that I have to do in order to kind of close the book you know Mm -hmm. I have to close that part of the book where it's really scary where it's really daunting because 
I did not have to deal with bullying. I did. I had to deal with a lot more than just bullying. In seventh grade, I was escorted to my classes 24-7, and I hated that as well. I was afraid to tell my case manager. I was afraid to tell my parents because I did not like it very much. And do you know what the term shut off means? Like when your voice is shut off, like somebody's trying to take your voice down, you know, does that ever happen to you sometimes? I feel like probably yes, but I can't think of a scenario right now. Yeah. So that's kind of what happened. I felt like my voice was shut down a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then like, I guess, so the original question was, how have you sort of adapted to living in a world that might not be as um, kind to someone with a disability? Uh, maybe not specifically Williams syndrome, but just like disability in general. My goal as a person is to teach people about people with disabilities and for me to help others educate others as well. Mm-hmm. And that can be a really big project. Sometimes you have to take a lot of steps in order to do that. But keep going. You know, mm-hmm. don't stop. Don't stop at one step and then go down the stairs and start over again. Keep going until you reach the top of the staircase, you know? Okay, yeah. I really like that sort of metaphor, I guess. Yeah. I love metaphors. I'm a metaphor person. I love metaphors. (laughs) That was a great one. So, like, this is going more towards your social media account and, like, everything you've posted on there. But I guess, like, when someone treats you unkindly or, like, bullies you or something, anything like that, do you, like, sort of feel sad or do you get mad? Like, is there in between or, like, do you go one or the other? I do get both sad and mad. But I had to deal with a lot of loneliness when I was in school as well because I saw people with their friends and I got jealous of that because mm-hmm. I wanted that for myself too. But I never really got it until a very old age, until now, actually. And it's funny because I think that when we go through that stuff, it can be really hard to let go, you know? Mm-hmm. Because we can't get over it. We just can't get over it. And it's hard, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that you, like, have... You found your people. Like, that's always a good thing to hear. And, like, yeah. So this is, like, going more specifically to individual Instagram posts. But, like, I know you had one post about the R word, I think. Is that correct? Yeah, the R word. So that's a word that nobody should use against people with disabilities because... It makes us feel really uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. do not say it to anybody with a disability. And if you say it to somebody else who doesn't have a disability, then that person can feel very, very offended. So mm-hmm. don't do that. So I guess like I know people who just like use this word when it comes to just talking to friends. I guess like why do you think people are continuing to use this word? I guess I don't know if that like if you have an answer for that it's because they're trying to joke around with their friends and that's not cool you know mm-hmm. i think that they should stop doing that because if if you're using the r word then i don't think that's necessary at all and i have my own set of rules i like to play by the book i don't like anybody telling me what to do besides the teacher or like my parents of course but i have my own rules and i think that if i tell somebody to do something then they need to follow that rule because I think that we all have our boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know me that well. I don't know you that well. But, you know, boundaries are important sometimes. Okay. Yeah. And then I guess, like, you sort of covered this. It was sort of not really, but, like, if you were to go up to someone who was saying the R word and you told them to stop and they wouldn't, like, what would you sort of say to, like, try to convince them to stop? If that makes sense. I don't know. 
I would say this. If you keep saying that word, I might tell the admin and you don't want that, do you? You know, okay. I would probably take it up a notch, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then, like, I know you had another post on inclusion. And, like, you talked about feeling very isolated and sort of, like, lonely. I guess, like, how did you sort of deal with that? And then, like, yeah. I felt like I felt like they didn't want me to be around them at all, really. I felt like I was um, excluded because of my disability. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried that people are afraid of us because we're different than them. And we have a lot of um, differences. But, you know, I think we need to unite people together instead of separating them into groups of people. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a word for normality, but I just feel like we need to kind of unify each other, you know, get to know each other, learn from each other and even if we don't do that, then that's going to make it a lot more complicated as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what have you sort of done to, I guess, promote inclusivity? Maybe it's like in your community, maybe it's at school between your friends or just like random strangers on the street. Like how have you sort of tried to do your part with that, I guess? I use my Instagram posts as motivation as well. I think you've been through my Instagram feed, so you're probably familiar with things like Mm-hmm. go outside you know like have fun with your friends you know I love giving people advice because I think it's a fun thing to do mm-hmm. it's not because I feel like I need to do it I just feel like I want to do it you know okay perfect so I guess like we talked a lot about how Williams syndrome and then sort of like bullying impacted your mental health but I guess like is there anything about Williams syndrome specifically that has caused a toll on your mental health as well I think the main reason why it haunts me is because of judgment. Like every single hate comment or like every single like thing that people say that hurts me, it brings me down a lot. And I'm afraid to sit alone to my friends sometimes. I'm afraid to kind of be around my friends because I don't think, I think that they might judge me at some point, you know? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm afraid of judgment, like severely afraid of judgment. And I don't know. I'm just a person who's like trying to belong in a place. You know, I think that's what I want to do in life. Yeah. I feel like everyone sort of shares that sentiment. And then like being born with like a disability to like already put you outside of that. It's like it can be it, it's yeah. But I'm it's like it's interesting. No, not interesting. It's like good to see how you have sort of like become stronger because of it. If like, would you say that at least? I would say it, but. I would also say that it made me feel weaker as well. Okay. Both strength and weakness don't come together, but I think weakness becomes strength. And I think that, have you heard of the saying, turn the pain into power? You know, like pain becomes power when you know you're done healing. But there's a song that I play by Taylor Swift every night. I don't know if you're a fan of her or not, but she's an incredible artist and I love her very much. Mm-hmm. But her song, it's called Begin Again. I think to me, it it talks about like, it compares the peer person who's bullying you and the person who isn't treating you badly, you know? Mm-hmm. It compares that aspect because if you think about it, sometimes you're too afraid to speak your thoughts. So having that music therapy can be extremely helpful. And I think that's a really cool fact about Williams Syndrome is that um, we can relate to music very quickly. We know what it's like. We know what to do with it. So yeah, I love music. Music's my favorite thing. Okay. And then so um so going 
back to like the sort of mental health aspect of Williams syndrome, I noticed um, on your Instagram, you talked about your eating disorder. Would you like to like explain that a little? I don't know. I think that eating disorder is something that I'm very um, anxious about talking about, but because it's such a very important topic, I'm willing to do so. So, okay. How about you sort of like explain what your specific eating disorder is? And then like, I guess when you sort of realized or like got diagnosed or something like that. I have AFRID, which is um, the texture slash um, the taste type of um, eating disorder where some foods I can't eat because of the texture, because of how they taste. Mm -hmm. So I have a specific palate that I like to stick to, but I don't really like it when people judge me because of my eating disorder. I don't really like it when people are like, this food has that in it. This food has this in it. You should eat that instead. Mm -hmm. You should go ahead and get that instead. I can eat whatever I want to eat. Like, don't judge my food. Don't judge my food appetite, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like telling people. Sometimes it's interesting to see people butt in when their opinion really doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? And Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, like, when did you sort of, were you, like, diagnosed with this? Or, like, did you, or I don't know. I kind of was diagnosed with it. And I think that's kind of a silly thing. But, yeah, I was diagnosed with it. And I wish I didn't have it because I do love food. But I, I don't think my body loves foods either, you know? Okay. Yeah. So I guess, like, sort of when did you get diagnosed with this? And then also, like, how have you sort of learned to, I don't know if, like, if deal with it is the right word, but, like, how have you sort of, like, adapted to it, I guess? I think I got diagnosed about two years ago in my last doctor appointment. I don't know when that was, but I know it was two years ago. Okay. And, you know, I try to ignore those comments. But when it gets too far, that's when I have to be like, stop talk to the hand Mm -hmm. look at my lips do you think I'm happy about this no like stop you know this is a new problem you know okay yeah and then like I guess sort of how have you dealt with your um, eating disorder like on a personal level like have you learned to I I don't really know like the right terminology for this but like accept that your body wants things or doesn't want things or yeah I've learned to accept it yeah okay um so your mental health how do you personally cope with mental health? And like, how do you cope with like keeping a healthy mental state? Whenever it's necessary, I like to step away from my phone for at least a few hours. <laughs> and, you know, that's a really important thing because social media can be your best friend, but in most cases it can be toxic. Mm-hmm. So taking a break from that can be really helpful. But I also, I have ways of communication. I don't just use my voice. But sometimes I tease me to communicate or I do this sometimes. Like I have my phone here, right? We know what phones are used for to communicate, right? Mm-hmm. But if I were to type something like my day was good, right? Mm-hmm. I can show that to that person so they understand what I'm writing. So I write down my thoughts in a journal or my phone, of course. And, you know, that's helpful. Okay. And then like, I guess, like, what would you sort of say to someone who might be getting bullied right now? Or, like, someone who might feel isolated. And then, like, so you sort of talked about, like, how you, I guess, like, came out of it on the other side. But, like, how can you, what can you say to someone who's in that right now? Don't give up on your journey because that's going to take you to a really big dead end. Keep going. Don't stop until you know you're ready to stop. And just because you feel like you're alone, that doesn't mean you aren't alone. That doesn't mean that you don't have friends. That doesn't mean that you don't have people that don't love you. You always will have somebody And I think that's what most people tend to forget sometimes is Mm -hmm. their sense of love and their sense of respect. And if you're dealing with bullying, stand up for yourself. 
Don't just walk away from the situation. Stand up for yourself and let other people in as well. Your friends, your family, your sisters, brothers, if you have any, or even close family relatives like your grandpa, your grandma, your cousins, aunts, uncles, you know, tell them that you're being bullied. And it's actually interesting them talking to an upperclassman because that's also really important. Having that big sister moment, I guess you can call it a big brother moment, can be really helpful. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was a sophomore and I had a lot of friends who were seniors and I talked to them about my problems because they knew I could trust them. Mm -hmm. When you have a big sister, that means that um, she's willing to be there for you whenever Mm -hmm. and she's willing to kind of step up to you if you need anything. Ashley, you're actually a senior now, and I think that's really insane because you're going to college next year. Congratulations. Uh, thank congrats, you. Congrats. But I think you as a senior can be there for lower classmen and upperclassmen as well, like me, mm-hmm. because we depend on you guys. We don't just depend on our teachers. We don't depend on our counselors. We depend on the students. Mm-hmm. So having that big sense of, oh, I can trust this person. I can go to that person can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then I guess, like, sort of, how did you personally meet these people? Because I know, like, you probably don't have classes together. Like, was it some sort of club or some sort of activity that sort of brought you guys together or something like that? Our school has a buddies club, and it's really amazing. I love it. Okay, and then I thought you were going to say that. So, like, could you sort of, like, um, detail what buddies is, I guess? So, buddies is a um, group that works with people with disabilities, and they have kids who come in and mentor those kids. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun. It's like so much fun. Okay. And then would you say like that sort of built a sense of community for you, I guess? Yeah. Big community. Okay. Well, that's great. Yeah. So I guess like what was sort of was your involvement with them? Like how did you sort of find out about the club? Like when did you join? Yeah. I joined my freshman year and I still I I still love it. I did unified sports. I've done it for years now and I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. We had a fan quest game. We were supposed to do it this year, but sadly we couldn't because of COVID. You know, COVID is COVID is idiotic. It's not our friend right now. But yeah, you know, just kind of having that like big group of people can be really helpful. Okay. Yeah. So I do you ever wish you were not born with Williams syndrome? I wish that I was not born with it, yes. But I have to accept what I have and go with it because I am tired of people talking about me behind my back. I'm tired of people controlling me. I'm tired of people um, judging me. Like, I'm tired of all that stuff. But I think that having a disability can be really good sometimes, even if it's a bad thing, you know? Okay. Do you sort of feel connected with people who have Williams syndrome or like just disabilities in general? We, um, every summer, there's a massive camp down in, um, I think it's this year it's in Ohio, but last year it was in a different location. Mm-hmm. It's always in the same um, location at every time. But yeah, I love my friends. They're, they're counselors, but our parents get to stay away from us. And I think that's a boost. Oh, day yeah. parents, a day away from my sisters, a day away from annoyance. You know, it's a week, it's a week, it's one week camp and it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's all the questions I sort of have for you, unless there's something you want to add in general. I guess like everywhere there's judgment in the world, like how can you sort of teach people to not judge someone based off like a disability or something like that? Well, I like to do what's called play the role, you know, and basically what I would do is I would 
kind of like circle around the person that's bullying that person. Um, not necessarily circle around them, but like, like kind of take a good look at that person and be like, let's say I said this to you. Let's say it said da 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 da. Would you like that if I did that to you? Mm-hmm. Like that's not really something that you would say to a person. You know, you'd have to be careful, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any other thing you want to add about like Williamson Jump or like mental health in general or anything? Anything else? I think one big thing is checking on your friends, even if they're just an acquaintance of yours. Be kind to them, respect them, and they'll respect you back. Okay, perfect. I love that. Okay, so I guess, like, um, how can we sort of learn to be kinder and, like, treat people with more respect, I guess? Because I know you've suffered a lot because of people not doing that. If somebody is going through something that you don't know, then check up on them now. Don't wait till the last minute to do so because it might be harder on you than it is on them. So check in on them now. And if you see someone sitting alone at lunch, sit with them as well. You know, be their companion. Don't leave them out high and dry. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. If people pity you, do you not like it? Or like, do you, wait, I don't know how to word this question, but it's like, if you get pity, do you not like the pity that they give you? Or or how how do you feel on that? I think pity is something I'm not really used to. I'm not used to hearing things like, I feel bad for you. Like, what happened? Like, do you want to tell me about this? Like, I'm not used to people saying positive things to me. I'm more used to people being mean to me because of how in-depth the bullying was. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm so used to the opposite that it just drives me nuts. Like, sometimes I'm like, that's funny. And it would be like, why is it funny? And I would be like, because... I have not heard that before, you know? Mm-hmm. I've never felt that way before, you know? Okay. Okay, yeah. So now that we finished, like, the sort of big topic, we have the Minecraft segment, and it's basically for you to share your experience with Minecraft if you have one. I have not played Minecraft. However, I have played Mario and, like, um, all those classic games. I have, like, a billion games on my phone that I could easily show you. Okay. But I recently downloaded the Harry Potter Hogwarts and Mystery, and I'm so excited that I did. I love those, like, mini games and just, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's really fun. Yeah, I also got that game when it first came out. Like, I think it was my freshman year, actually. But something I didn't like about the game was, like, you have to wait so long for, like, the energy to, like, to give you energy. I hate and, the energy part. Yeah, that was, I did not like that, <laughs> so I quit. But, yeah, I got to, like, fourth year or something like that. That's wonderful. Okay. Um, so so we have two wrap-up questions, I guess. Um, so the first one is, do you have any advice for your freshman self and or any other underclassmen that might be listening right now? It can pertain to it can pertain to anything. Like we talked about disabilities, bullying, mental health. You can pertain to that, or you can just do anything about high school in general. If you see someone with a disability and you want to be their friend, don't be afraid of them. Okay? Treat them with the same respect that they treat you with. Um, give them kindness, respect, and they will give you the same back. Okay, perfect. Another thing I would say, though, is if they're communicating differently, then communicate the same way that they're communicating. So right now we're using our voices to communicate, right? But if they were to take out a pen or a pencil and start writing down what they're thinking, then do that too, you know? Okay. Okay. Um, That's a good, yeah, a good tip, because I was just, like, about to ask what you sort of meant by that. So that's a good sort of reminder or, like, yeah, tip to have. Okay. And then the other guy's question is, do you have any regrets for high school? 
I regret hurting my friends, and I think that's a massive regret. Um, but I think the reason why I feel regretful is because I feel like I couldn't really take back what I said because mm-hmm. of how um, how deep it was. But I was jealous of that group's friendship, and I wanted to be with them. I wanted to, you know, treat them with the same type of respect but I don't know I think we're good now I think we're really really good friends now and I think that's really good but again I wish that I didn't hurt those people because they're amazing people you know okay yeah I get that but like in the beginning I know you said that if you could ask for anything you'd ask for forgiveness so just like remembering you deserve forgiveness and yeah but do you have any shout outs you want to give any projects social medias petitions you want them to sign people you just want to say hi to anything like that I want to say hi to my two best friends, Madeline and Tabitha. Um, Tabitha is my homework gal. We both do homework together. Mm-hmm. If you if you hear me, hey girl, I love you. And I want to give a shout out to um, Darcy, Megan, Amelia, Chloe, Vivi, Caroline, like all of them. I love you guys so much. You guys are great people. Mm-hmm. But I also want to give a massive shout out to all the teachers, all the healthcare workers for doing such an incredible job for protecting us, um, helping us out with this COVID. Um, thing we really appreciate your service and support. Mm-hmm. I also want to give a shout out to my cat Chili, who's over there sleeping. He's my uh-huh. favorite cat out of all the cats that I have. But yeah, I just love, I just love my family and friends. I love all of them deeply. So okay. yeah, perfect. Um, do you want to shout out? Hey, buddy, you're funny. <laughs> I love you. Okay. Um, well, do you want to shout out your social medias? Because I know you have a few of them. If you want, you can follow me by um, Sparked by Sophia. That's a podcast that I do sometimes. And if you want to be a part of that, you can just DM me. Mm-hmm. The Girl with WS is an account that I recently created to create a chapter where I can tell you guys more about my life with mental health. And I'm going to post about that later on today. So keep an eye on that post. Um, and another thing that I would say, too, is um, follow my um, team, Sophia. If you're my friend and if you want to be my friend, go follow that account as well. Mm-hmm. and follow my main account which is Sophie from the block and um my snapchat is tech genius and I also have twitter and my um twitter is Sophie Napoli 54 so if you want to follow that then do that as well okay perfect perfect and all of that will be linked in the description of the episode okay uh and now for the final segment of the day nature valley bar please support the podcast okay perfect thank you Okay, well, that kind of concludes this week's episode of High School Uncensored. We really hoped you enjoyed, and we will catch you on the flip side. Bye. You want to say bye, too? Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of High School Uncensored. Another quick shout-out to Sophia for agreeing to be on the Adga and for sharing her experience with basically everything we covered, because, yeah. If you want to contact us, you can find us at our email, which is highschooluncensored at gmail.com or social media, Instagram, and Twitter at High school ancestor to leave a voice memo. Hey Mary. If you like this episode and want to support the ODCA, share it with your friends and with your family and me, of course. We're on Apple Podcasts if you want to leave a review. Um, if you're listening to the code word, the code word this week is just whatever word you want to say. Applesauce. Okay. Um, so be sure to comment that on the Instagram or do whatever you want with that information. But we love you guys and hope you have a great week. Peace, Peace out, out people. Actually, I want to turn the tables a little bit and ask you some questions because... Oh, okay. Is that all right with you? Yeah, totally. Um, Okay. (laughs) Feel free.
All right, so my first question is, how did you and Annalise meet exactly? Like, how is that? Like, you you two are in band, were you not? Uh, yeah, well, we met in elementary school because we went to the same same one. And I think that sort of started our friendship there, I guess. I don't know. How would you describe our school in the way it used to be? Um, so I can only go back to my own freshman year. And like now that it's virtual, it's a little different, right? But I would say that, I don't know, in my eyes, it sort of feels, it felt the same to me. But like, that's just my personal experience. I guess like as the years go on, like the classes get harder and you get more stressed. But at the end of the day, it's just one big experience, I guess. I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> Are you nervous for college? Um, yeah, just, yeah, a little bit, a healthy amount, I guess, but yeah. It's okay to be nervous, trust me, I know what that's like. Who was your favorite teacher at our school? Um, my favorite teacher at our school, I don't really know if I can just pick one. I feel like it changes every year, and like, just, I don't, maybe not favorite, oh, I'll just say my band teacher, because I did have him all four years, so I can say like, oh, he has been consistently, or maybe not, I don't know. Um, let me see, my favorite I'm not I'm not sure I can't think of one I I like all my teachers I love all my teachers the same for different reasons so I really can't choose one I love my choir teacher she's so funny mm-hmm. I love Miss Moyer if you had one wish what would it be um world peace <laughs> uh just I I guess like for everyone to be like more uh, understanding and accepting of other people I guess like <laughs> I don't know like the world as it is now I feel like we should be much more advanced not just like with technology but just like with how we treat other people and yeah yeah that's a good thing 